you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact, and I got the bad boys here with me again. It's good to see you, fellas. We're going to go right into our three-count topics. We got uh, three good ones for you. If you happen to be on Facebook chat, throw your comments in there. We would love to hear what you're saying, and we'll try to get it on to our program as we see fit. Our first count comes from uh, BleacherReport.com. It's titled, Hot Take. WWE Crown Jewel is going to be must-see TV with AEW creating urgency. So the overall the article just uh, kind of goes over the, the, the history of Crown Jewel. It talks about a lot of the matches that it's had. Um, it's talking about a lot of the big matches that it's that this Crown Jewel is is putting together and. Then it jumps into this part of the uh, the story. It says, at least partially, WWE fans have AEW to thank here. Where there are no legitimate competition, it would be much easier for WWE to look at Crown Jewel, shrug off the reputation it has with fans, and keep things same while cashing the check. Now, WWE can't afford the luxury now. AEW is a powerhouse in the mindshare of fans thanks to assembling a roster that creates must-see television. Headlined by recent uh, additions like CM Punk, Adam Cole, and Brian Danielson. And the new company on the block has made it clear it won't take shows off. After all, Punk debuts happen on a Friday night in a bad time slot on a new one-hour show. And while WWE isn't in any serious danger from the competition just yet, things are slowly trending that way. There's no room for a shrug-worthy show, and maybe the most important factor, the superstars themselves probably don't like the idea of just going through the motions overseas and then hearing the fans backlash because they weren't permitted to do anything significant despite the scope of the stage. So this year, it's worth getting a little hype for a crown jewel. That's risky, given WWE's approach in the past, but the presence of a worthwhile competitor, never mind the fact that we are in the thick of NFL season, could mean the Beast Overseas show today and lead to something WWE doesn't do often, exceeding fan expectations and sending them home excited for what comes next. Now, guys, it's never been no secret for myself. Crown Jewel is is an event that I do not watch and um i i just don't watch mainly just because of the incident that happened and um and i for the life of me just don't didn't see why wwe did not uh take a stand for that that took place nevertheless it is what it is 
Um, I it does look like I'm gonna be completely honest with you. The event, the card is looking strong, and it makes me want to go. Fuck, I really would like to see it, but I don't want to participate in it. Nevertheless, I do have some questions here. You know, I'm gonna do something a little different. I'll start off with you, Matt Michaels. He says though that at least partially WWE fans have AEW to think here. If there were no legitimate competition, it would be much easier for WWE to look at crown jewel, shrug off the reputation it has with fans and keep things same while cashing the check. Do you really think that crown jewel is a better show or looking like from a card standpoint because of the quote unquote competition that AEW is now bringing to the, the wrestling field. You know, what's interesting about this is that um, Peacock is getting more views for the pay-per-views now than they were getting on the network. Mm -hmm. So um, the thing is, is, I don't think that the competition is the reason that the card is better. I think you got a couple uh, factors. One, they had such a bad experience on the last trip. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that is one of those things where um, I think they're trying to smooth out everything, both parties. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but the biggest factor in this is it's not for the fucking American audience. It's for the Saudis who are in the arena and, uh, you know, and seeing this, um, this, you know, this whole thing is a fucking a show it's it's a dog and pony show right and um that's it man it's for the saudis to make themselves look good on the world stage and i it, it really i don't think they i don't think they're listening to fans as much as they're listening to what the guy giving them all this fucking money wants to see and that's been the, the thing since the beginning of this so yeah so let me ask you this, Simon Street. Um, if let's just let's just say that what Michaels is saying is is correct here. I mean, they're they're just putting on this show to satisfy, uh, you know, the the Saudis. There is not really much for us. Why would you know? What, what's your thoughts on why would you think this card would be built so strong? I mean, to a point where the outcomes of these matches. Um, somehow are going to be significant to how things play out later on. I mean, how many people would want to see Brock and and Reigns, you know, in a, from an American stage? I mean, is you really going to give that 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 match off there if it's not really for us? What's your take on that, Simon Street? Well, I would, I would definitely say a, a lot of the matches that's on the card for this event are must-see matches. I'm just going to be honest with you. And I think that they are uh, stacking it, in my mind, for two possible scenarios. Scenario number one, which Michael's kind of alluded to, was that, you know, uh, there was a little bit of miscommunication and incidences that happened in a couple of the Crown Jewels prior. Mm -hmm. That I think that this is kind of going to uh, you know, kind of soften the, the, you know, those misunderstandings and uh, leading in with good faith. Um, so I get that. On the side, it's kind of might be a bit of a stretch. But for me, I think uh, if you really think about it, Crown Jewel is a testing ground, I believe, for what possibly could be events. And I know WWE has done events similar to this on a smaller scale. But um, seeing the bigger picture of 
What if there's another country that's saying, hey, we like what you did with Crown Jewel. Uh, we can't pay you as much as obviously the Saudis did, but we'd like to do something like like that. Um, I believe that WWE has enough data from doing these to maybe do something like that. And again, that's a stretch. But mm-hmm. I will say this. A lot of people um, are going to tune in to 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 watch uh, Crown Jewel um, because of the matches. And mm-hmm. I think that that's such a, a, a strategic uh, thing that I think that they want to do. Uh, because right now that outcry that you have, and that's your personal opinion, and, and that's great, but that's not on the radar no more to the larger scale of people. Mm-hmm. They're not worried about that controversy no more. That was almost what, two years old. So I think a lot of people are going to tune in, um, was it the 21st or something like that? Uh, and and it's going to be for us Americans, probably what, 10 in the morning or something like that? Or uh, 10 in the morning, yeah. or 10 in the morning West Coast time. So yeah. yeah. So they're going to tune in, and I, I think it's all strategic. I think it's really strategic. Uh, Michael said it right on the nail. Peacock viewers are, for as far as WWE pay-per-views, are higher. Uh, and I, I foresee we're going to see more Crown Jewels or something to that degree uh, once their contract is up. I don't know what their contract is for Crown Jewel. Wasn't it like five five events? Ten years. Ten. Ten, oh, <laughs> well, shit. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, so again – Outside of what you're talking about, impact and your personal reasons, I don't have a problem with uh, Crown Jewel. I feel like it's progressively gotten better to where it makes me want to watch it in the morning. Let's put it that way. Let me ask you, Sin City, Steve. Um, so why and and so why give the Saudis this show? Is the question I'm looking for. Is do you think it really has to do with? AEW, which you've come to really enjoy what they're doing, do you really think it has something to do with them? Because we have to admit that all the other shows were just like whatever. And we don't know. Maybe this show would end up being, uh, you know, but the card is looking strong. What's the deal behind that? Why not just give the Saudis just a show without putting this card together? So I think that... uh... As, as was mentioned in here, mm-hmm. um, but also as was mentioned in the chat by John, uh, it's a glorified house show for the Saudis. So this will allow them to, you know, have a card full of matches that in theory, they can test pilot certain things that they want to do, gauge a live reaction, almost exactly what they would use a house show to do. Um, the thing to keep in mind is that, Yes, they're getting just an obscene buttload of money for this show. They're getting like 50 million bucks. Mm-hmm. So it realistically, yeah, I, I'm sure that the the king of Saudi Arabia has certain people that he wants on the show. It, it was made known um, at one of the previous events that he had a list of wrestlers that he wanted to have on the show. Now, mind you, some of those wrestlers were like Yokozuna, who was long dead, um, and you know, people that, yeah. that didn't even work for the company. So it, it's, it is what it is, but ultimately it's about placating them and giving them the show that they're paying for. Um, now, obviously, you know, they, they want to, they want to stack Roman's challengers as best they can because they, they're continuing to build him up for that eventual match. You all know which one it is. 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's got to look like as if he is the guy and he's got to go through every single name that is alive, that he can wrestle, that is, you know, that can give him a decent match. Yeah. So it's one of those things that as they continue to ramp him up until that match with the rock at WrestleMania, this is, you know, this is what it is. And I do think that realistically there is a little bit I won't say that it's the main proponent, but if there was no competition whatsoever for WWE, mm-hmm. they would sim- they would they would mail in the show. They've done it before in years past when AEW didn't exist. Okay, uh, they did they did shows at the the Saudi Arabia shows, um, be it Crown Jewel or be it a different name. Uh, they did uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble or whatever the hell it was. Um, you know they they do these shows and realistically they don't exist outside of you know, in, in the main WWE canon. So it, it, nothing really matters what happens with those matches. I mean, shit, Shawn Michaels came back one year, uh, and had an obscenely bad match, you know, that I, that a lot of us wish that he never would have come back for. Right. Um, so, yeah, but his pocketbook doesn't. Oh, exactly. <laughs> no, no, that's that's the thing. Get get your paycheck. If you're if you're a worker and you're okay with going to Saudi, fuck it, man. Why not? Um, but yeah, to 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 insinuate that it's just happenstance that they're actually putting on a decent show without you know without AEW suddenly being in the marketplace. That's somewhat delusional. Now, am I saying that that's the main driver? No. No doubt. All right, y'all. Thank you for that. Let's go right into our second count. This is from CagesideSeats.com. It's titled, Dynamite Ratings Drop Again. It will likely get worse from here. He writes and say, the writings and viewership are in the last nights, which is, this is talking about the October 6th episode of AEW Dynamite. Per show buzz daily, Dynamite netted, um, 1,053,000 viewers for a, point zero, a 0.37 rating point in the 18 through 49-year-old demographic. The numbers are down from last week's result of 1,152,000 and 0.45 in these respective metrics. Dynamite ranked fourth place in the key demo rating on cables uh, this past uh, Wednesday show. AEW achieved very impressive ratings and viewership numbers throughout the month of September, but October begins on a down note. Uh, uh, Major League Baseball, do or die playoff game between LA Dodgers and St. Louis Cardinals, top the cable charts with 6.673 million viewers and a 1.73 rating in the key demo. And the sports schedule will only make things tougher on Dynamite from here. Next week's episode is being bumped from Wednesday to Saturday. October 16th, thanks to National Hockey League, and following week's Dynamite will also face a day change due to hockey. So, how much of this week's drop is related in sports? Well, I guess we'll have to check and see. This goes right over to you, Sin City. This is the question I ask, and you and you know, just tell me what your thoughts is on this. Okay, now, if you are a true sports fan of you know of a of a team that is in the playoffs and you're a wrestling fan i absolutely get it you probably would choose the sport that you're 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 watching i listen i got people on my facebook i'm reading comments going they're going oh yeah 
Go Dodgers, and I know they haven't watched one Dodger game and probably can't name one Dodger player, okay? At the same time, the play the playoffs coming on. So here's the question I have, okay? Yes, you know, I guess you want to feel like you're in the moment. At the same time, you are a wrestling fan, okay? Why would somebody who doesn't necessarily care for the sport or watch the sport then go watch the sport and not watch something that they truly do love, which would be if it's AEW. Because I'm trying to figure out if the if the if the excuses are we have it all of these sports that's causing the numbers to go down. And I'm saying that's probably true. Then are they not really true AEW fans? Because I know I'm not. Listen, I'm a. I like the Raiders, but if Roman Reigns is coming on that same night. I'm probably going to choose Roman Reigns. I'm just being honest. Wow. I would. Wow. I Now, <laughs> again, I'm not a hardcore fan. I like the Raiders. Uh, I know you like the Steelers. With you, you you're going to watch them hardcore because you're a hardcore Steelers fan. Yep. I'll be honest to tell you, I, I'm not a hardcore Raiders fan. But I'm a Raiders fan. I'll watch the games if it's not interrupting other stuff that are more important to me. Wrestling is more important to me when it comes to my viewership. So I'm just wondering, are you telling me that all the AEW fans that's beginning to just bounce all of a sudden during be doing these highlights is because they're just more fans towards these professional games or or they're not maybe real fans. They're just kind of it's just something to watch. Where are all these well, people going? Why the numbers drop like that? Well, bottom line is you actually gave the answer to your question in your readout. Um, the Major League Baseball game wasn't just any regular game. It was a do-or-die playoff game between the L.A. Dodgers and the St. Louis Cardinals, um, which, you know, the Dodgers and the Cardinals have two of the most rabid fan bases in baseball. And let's be real, both of those areas, they have a lot of wrestling fans. Uh, personally, if, if a team that I liked was involved in a game where if they won, that they were in the playoffs – I would watch that game because I can go back and I can watch dynamite or anything else via DVR at, at my leisure, but live sports, it, it, that's, that's, that's just how it is. I mean, that's, but let me ask you this, realistically speaking, does DVR still, I thought from my understanding, I could have, I could have always had this wrong. This might be more of a Matt Michaels question. Does DVR still not account for rating if it's recorded and watched within a certain time frame? Because I thought it I, was. I, I, I my don't understanding know. is my understanding is if it is watched that same night, then it counts if it's DVR'd. But if you watch it on a different day, then I, uh, there's no way to count it. So okay, I, and I'm sure somebody in the comments or somebody that's listening will uh, be kind enough to let us know so that we know for the future. Um, but okay. yeah, realistically speaking, I think that. This article had a bit of a clickbait headline to it um, because the the tone that they that they took, it's like as if the ratings have peaked and that they will never bounce back. They will never be what they once were. Um, and that that's not the case whatsoever. Uh, mm -hmm. Realistically, you know, the the show this coming this coming week is being moved because of the NHL. And then um, it keep in mind all this stuff with preemptions and all that kind of thing 
that's all going to go away after uh, AEW Dynamite moves to TBS January 5th of 2022. Um, that okay. was a big reason why they're moving to TBS yeah. is because they will not be preempted by the NHL um, or, you know, any any other sports organization that, that is running, a, you know, a, a game that night. Right. Um, so it's it's one of those things that keep in mind what I just said. The network gives precedence to sports programming, live sports programming over right. live wrestling. Sure. I that get is, that. that. I mean, hell, if we want to go back, uh, John in the chat actually just said uh, it's like the Westminster dog show bumping raw on USA once a year back in the day for AEW Dynamite. It, that's that's how I view it. Um, and uh, that's yeah, that's the long and short of it. Uh, also, a special shout out to uh, our boy Joe. Uh, in the chat, he says, uh, hey, guys, I'm listening to the best show in Vegas. You're damn right. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. We appreciate it. Let me jump over to you, uh, Simon Street. Okay. TK, okay, Tony Khan, is understanding here that he's going to be up against some, 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 some big sports here. Uh, at what point do you think, then, should he be building a show that can maybe keep some of those fans from going, man, I really kind of want to watch this one now because this is real huge. Why not build that card, stack it up so strong that at least you can have a chance. It ain't going to win, but at least it doesn't have to take as big as a hit that it's taking. What would be your take on that? What makes you think that uh... – TK is in uh, kind of of that same mindset. It's just going to take a bit of time for him to kind of make the moves he needs to make. Oh, well, other than the Coke, obviously, <laughs> as Ma- Michael signals the line for Coke. <laughs> I had droopy nose, man. I didn't say anything. Coke is a hell of a barrier. Uh, but outside of all of that, um, I, I I do believe that, and again, I've made it well known that I don't watch the product often. But even from not watching the product often, I will say that he has all the tools that he needs to be able to successfully do that. Is it, as you put impact, is it going to totally compete with, you know, these changes due to sports? Maybe, maybe not, mostly maybe not. But I do think that he definitely has something that he can put together to try and uh, make that happen. I mean, it's, it's to me, it's not a stretch. Maybe I'm not seeing all the cards in front of me. But I think that uh, TK can do that. Um, The only thing that I will say is this is going to be regular for what it is until they move to TBS. Because TBS doesn't have sports, do they? I'm not sure if they do. Do they? No. So, I mean. Baseball is the only thing that they have. And that's uh, the Sunday, I think, Sunday day game. Sunday night game. Yeah, Sunday day game. Yeah, yeah. So, at the end of the day, if if this is just what he has to kind of deal with now, and he knows that the light at the end of the tunnel per se is going to be on TBS and he doesn't have to really worry about this on a regular basis too much, then fine. Uh, I do believe that the article was definitely uh, kind of leaning more toward, you know, uh, doom and gloom when really it wasn't as big a doom and gloom as, as it was when you look at the facts. Okay. Well, thank you much for that. Let me ask you, Matt Michaels, uh, it, he did title it. He said that, you know, Dynamite ratings drop again and it would likely get worse from here. You know, um, you can easily put uh, AEW ratings into a search engine and you will begin to read all these different articles of them saying, 
about the you know the ratings are coming down. But let me ask you: Is this is this something that either would you say Tony Khan would be the blame, or maybe even the AEW fans would be the blame for making ratings such a big deal that to a point that now when something like this comes out, it doesn't look good for them. I mean, what would, what would be your take on this? So I, th- I think that um, the first and foremost on that particular question is um, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter in the realm of the it's up to the network. As long as the network is supporting you, then they're fine, you know, and they'll build their growth and they'll lose their, you know, they'll lose people and gain people and lose people and gain people. Um, if you go back on these ratings, um, so the lowest point during this year was in around the June period. That's when the NBA had their playoffs this year mm-hmm. so yeah they, they lost people during during that um the westminster dog show not not the same example the better example is monday night raw going against monday night football raw's ratings always sucked against monday night football mm-hmm. so that's that's gonna happen um what i find very interesting about this mm-hmm. um first of all tbs like we said baseball um also they have march madness so that's all like within that network of uh of family but the the most interesting thing they moved they're they're moving it to tbs because they have nhl on wednesday nights but that doesn't solve the problem because the NHL is still going to be in direct competition against the program. Right. So if you're going to be losing, you know, if you, if you theoretically, if you would have moved it to Saturday nights, period, there was better chance that you would build a base around a Saturday night show and not lose an, an audience. Now you do have the possibility of losing an audience towards you know to uh the nhl on on wednesday nights and and really that's the only reason that i think that's even a thought is because there are so many canadian fans and canadians are wild about hockey right so um i think the this is a really kind of a stupid fucking article right now because Mm -hmm. they're not listen if you look back um over the last uh, since the uh, the end of July ish, early August, they've primarily been averaging right around the million mark. Mm-hmm. Um, if you average all those numbers, yeah. And day one, that's what I said. They have to rake in about a million, and they should be. And um, that's that's it. It's very simple. Yeah. I, I think the Dodgers game really had a lot of. I don't think so. Um, yeah, you lost a little bit of that demographic, but to be quite honest, um, the, the West coast Dodger fans were watching the game earlier before, you know, you you could flip back over to, uh, to AEW and still see the, the show pretty much. Um, so I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't Baseball ratings. I don't really take into too much consideration. Um, if it was football, then yeah, the, 
they'd be getting killed. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, you know, don't kill it yet. It's it's I, now Rampage is a different story because Rampage is a shitty time on a fucking Friday night, and those numbers will continue to decline um, just because of what it is time wise. No doubt. Thank you for that, man. And a shout out to uh, John, who said he researched. And yes, DVR and TiVo counts toward ratings, but it's too complicated to simply break it down. How? So, yeah. You know. All right. I thought it was. I, was like, I thought someone told me that. All right. Let's get into our third count for tonight. GameRent.com. Titled Tweet, a uh, tweet, Jesus, Twitch leak reveals how much pro wrestlers are making on the platform. So let's go right to it. The eight pro wrestlers highlighted during the huge Twitch data leak are Paige, who appears to have made the most money $478,224. God dang, Paige. Please come on our show and tell us how you do that. We need to know. <laughs> All right. Well, wow. Well, the way you said that, please come on our show. Close behind her, Zelina <laughs> Vega uh, 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 found, okay, and Adam Cole, who made $341,748 and $318,080, respectively. After then come Impact Wrestling with $69,140. Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze? Okay. $43,755. Evil Uno, $35,742. Coke Cabana, $32,479. And Final Next Xavier Woods, uh, $25,431. So those were what was leaked. But it says that Jason Kobler, uh, editor of in chief of the motherboard has reportedly confirmed that twitch data leak is accurate by testing against motherboards own numbers however fellow twitch streamer asmongold has gone on record claiming that the leaked figure for his own earnings is incorrect reportedly the figures quoted here are calculated from subscriptions and bits meaning that they don't take donations into account so as a sizable portion of twitch streamers Income tends to come from donations. This suggests that the actual amount these pro wrestlers made on Twitch could be significantly higher. To conclude, it says, although there's certainly a sizable amount of money to be made on Twitch, WWE has a policy that prevents talent from streaming. And while this mandate does not apply to retired superstars like Paige, it has reportedly caused friction with WWE current wrestling stables. And Lena Vega was released over the issue of not being able to stream. And though she has signed with the company again, her husband seems to be running the increasingly neglected channel. Adam Cole also decided to jump ship from WWE to AEW with his desire to keep the independent Twitch channel apparently playing major parts in negotiations. All right, Simon Street, you're the one who says, hey, man, this is definitely a story worth looking into. What do you think about this, man? There's a lot of money being made for who the you know whoever breached this platform. What's your take? Well, I think uh, one reason why I wanted to present this uh, this article in our three count, because it was a bit of a follow up from an article that we had previously done. I have to say probably about almost almost less than a year ago. Um, Might have been a little bit sooner than that, but it was right when uh, Zelina Vega, uh, right, right when all those uh, different things were going on with her in WWE that brought this about this uh, not allowing streamers. And I know a lot of us expressed 
particularly myself and Sin City Steve, who do have some dabblings with Twitch, how much money you can potentially can make. So um, that definitely, this article presents a lot of clarity with that, with this leak. Um, it, it just kind of goes to show you that uh, Vince McMahon knew the writing on the wall. He knew that, uh, you know, there a lot of, at the time, superstars were making extra money off of their namesake that was created by WWE. And so with that in mind, he took the appropriate actions as what he did uh, to, to, to make sure that, hey, if I can't monetize myself off of what they're earning, then I can limit the amount of what they can use in their name likeness. And that's why, um, as this article described, a lot of people did leave in regards to that. Um, what's interesting enough is how um, we know how WWE handles this. How does AEW handle this? Um, how I mean, obviously, they mentioned Impact Wrestling as well and some of their superstars. How do they handle that? And right now, do they not really handle it? And if that's the case, because the amounts that were reported in this leak are not substantially high as compared to like Paige or um, uh, uh, Thea, because that's what her, her Twitch name is. Um, it, it is it, if they start getting up there, let's just say in the, the 200,000s, do you see what I'm saying? Uh, does AEW uh, maybe want to look at that in the same way the WWEs or do they not going to care? Um, one other thing, too, that uh, you didn't mention in the article that the article did say is that um, when they were mentioning all the different people, like right now, uh, uh, Selena Vega, who also goes by Thea, is not running her page at all. It, uh, actually, supposedly in this article, they say that uh, uh, her man uh, is, is is running it right now. And it's it's basically I mentioned that. Not, yeah. Did, did you mention that? OK, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's it's not really uh, operable like it used to be. So, you know, I just wonder uh, moving forward, because this is an issue that's not going to go away. And I do think it will eventually you will get that right person in AEW where they'll have to look at it. I don't know if they will address it. But I think they'll have to look at it because they are using their namesakes and they are using the platform, the exposure that they are getting from being on a show to garner subscriptions, to garner people uh, who may be fans of them because they see them on an AEW show or an Impact show and say, hey, I want that next layer of closeness to the person I like. Let me get on their Twitch and let me shell out my money. Well, that could be money that's going into uh, the product that they're engaged on with their particular show that they're on. Gotcha. All right. Let me ask you, let's go over to you, Matt Michaels. Um, you know, I guess we're going to get data breaches because that's just the time we're in. <laughs> so it's going to happen. Uh, nevertheless, you know, you find out that there's what some of these guys are, are making. Um, the overtimer.com, they title one of their uh, titles within that article. Some wrestlers earn more than impact. And that would have been Adam Cole, Zelina Vega, and Paige earning more money than Impact. Um, I don't know what what, what is what is your take on this 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 whole thing? I mean, I mean, yeah, there was that whole thing that took place with WWE, um, and we do see Zelina's back. You know, it's great to see that they was able to figure that out on what to do. But I mean, you know, it's great to see these guys are making this type of money. I don't really think it should be that big of a deal. But um, I mean, what do you see from this? Uh, I really honestly don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Um, who cares? 
Um, they're making money off of fucking merchandise. They're making money off their contracts. Mm-hmm. If they want to make money off of Twitch, great. If they can't, oh well, that's the contract you sign. Adam Cole is the example of a person who went to AEW to make money continuing on Twitch, apparently, according to this thing. So AEW doesn't give a shit. Um, Which I didn't even AEW. know that. You know, I didn't I didn't know Adam part of Adam Cole's decision um was because well, of the allegedly. Twitch. Well, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so who knows? Um, and that's that's the whole thing. This is a breach. You see these numbers. Okay, not one of these people made you stop and go, oh my God, look at how much they're making. Um, Xavier Woods makes what, 25 Tyler, Tyler grand. Breeze did. He made me go, what the fuck? <laughs> I would have no, been, no, like, I mean, been like two I'm, bucks. <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm talking about he's great at games. I'm talking about the people who are raking in like the hundreds of millions, you know, from this sure, kind of shit. Sure, so, sure. Listen, and, and AEW allows John Moxley to go out and wrestle in G- GCW. <laughs> so, are they going to allow people to have fucking Twitch pages? Yeah. So, yeah. I, it, the biggest thing for you, Impact, though, is the fact that your favorite organization makes less on their yeah. fucking page than That's true. three of the wrestlers on this list. So. That's true. Sin City Steve, I don't know what I'm going to do about that, man, but what's, what's, what's your take, man, just kind of reading how some of these guys are, and gals are, are, are making that extra income? Honestly, man, it doesn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> You're probably like, sign these, me up, right? <laughs> it, it, no shit, man. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, you know, the, the name that really stands out there, um, uh, out of the ones that you mentioned, um, of course, you've got, you know, Paige at 478K, which that one is just insane. But also, yeah. let's be real, the Adam Cole figure of $318,000. And then there not being anybody else even close to By the way, that do- is all this uh, so Twitch, I should automatically assume that all these guys are gamers? Is that where all the money is because they're gamers? That's correct. Yeah. Well, well I mean, they don't so, just do so, games. I'm getting That's yes, correct. I'm getting no. I'm trying to get some clarification here. Let's go. So, so they don't all play video games on their streams. Okay. So, yeah, basically Twitch is simply a streaming platform. So you can play video games. You can do any number of things. Like you can do tabletop RPGs. You can um, just go and hang out and talk to people. And, yes, people will pay subscriptions for you to talk to them. Um, Of course, you're going to have, you know, people that are uh, wearing significantly less clothing than normal. Oh, Um, yes. So obviously they can't be, you know, nude or anything like that. But yeah, there, uh, there was a thing for a long time where uh, several enterprising young women uh, were hanging out in a hot tub wearing very, very small bikinis and chatting with uh, presumably a lot of, uh, a lot of guys that were tipping a lot of money oh, to them. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, it, it is what it is that the numbers don't necessarily surprise me. But seeing Paige, Zelina Vega, and Adam Cole in the hundreds of thousands, and then you've got Impact Wrestling at under one hundred thousand dollars, that puts everything into perspective. And I'm not, I'm not saying it to twist the knife. I'm just, I'm just being real, man. Like, wow, that's a lot. Sure, that's a lot. Sure. And when, when, when you put those numbers out there, let's be real. I can see why Adam Cole did leave WWE and the WWE family to go to AEW if that was a cause for it. Right. $318,000 a year is a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. 
So, well, let's let's be real though. Let's be real. To be honest, this is the real thing we should be talking about here. Sonny has an OnlyFans, people. Come on, look at this. Come on, Steve. Six months, you get twenty five percent off, one hundred thirty five bucks to see, you know, a little Sunny action, huh? Hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I go to the grocery store to get my deli meat. I don't need to go on our OnlyFans page. <laughs> I'm thinking Arby's. <laughs> Did he just straight disappear? Yeah, he's yeah. He, yeah he's gone. <laughs> He's gone. I don't know how he did it, but that's he banished himself. Oh my God, Simon Street, I, we you've you've disappeared. If you didn't know, like you're not okay. Maybe, maybe he. I'm still here. Oh okay. All right then. Um, well, <laughs> you know what? And by the way, guys, believe it or not, Vegas Bad Boy has a Twitch page too. We're gonna do some advancement. We're gonna get a hot tub. Matt Michaels is going to be in that that hot tub. And we asking all of you guys to subscribe to Twitch to see Matt Michaels in the hot tub. He's going to answer whatever questions you have for him. It's coming soon. Just search Vegas oh. Bad Boys on Twitch. Yep. And then also, too, we're going to be playing R. Kelly's greatest hits in the background. Oh, and we're going to be taking uh, – because Bill Cosby is going to donate a whole bunch of uh, chocolate pudding to if, put in there as well. If, uh, if it means we're going to make over – a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Hey, you win it. I'll do nasty, <laughs> nasty fucking shit. Hey, so yeah, wow. I feel it's you. All good. Yeah, all right, brother. Sign me up. All right. Oh, there's um, that. All right, here first. There's no place else. There's no place I won't stick a banana for over a hundred grand. Oh my so, god! You know. Look at that. The truth, Michael. Has come be out. careful what you say. There might be somebody watching the show that has a substantial amount of money that may offer that, <laughs> and it won't be a banana because that banana might break in there. Oh my they might, god! They, they, they might get you like with a, Ugh. I don't know, a zucchini or something. Right. I don't know. Um, guys, everybody, thank you for hanging out with us. This end of the show just went south apologize for that we are vegas bad boys so we can get like that sometimes but we appreciate you hanging out with us and uh we're gonna get to our final final thoughts of the week so um let's go ahead and kick it off simon street what you want to tell the good people out there well hey good people uh continue to try and be on your best behavior um just remember hey opinions are something that we all share like air water and even though some people you know, uh, at times may have outlandish opinions. It's their opinions. And uh, unless they're personally augmenting your budget or your life and the decisions you make, just be respectful. And if you don't like what they're saying, just fucking walk away. All right. Thank you very much. Let's go over to you, Sin City. What you want to tell folks? Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight in the chats. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, doing everything that you guys do. It helps to further our brand. It helps to grow the show and it helps us to build a, a bigger community. So thank you. Um, also, very special thank you to every brave man and woman serving this country on either lands, foreign or domestic. Um, we appreciate the sacrifice that uh, that all of you have made, and uh, you enable us to do this show. You enable us to do everything that we do, so we are indebted. Thank you. Um, and last but certainly not least, repsports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Go there for all of your pre-workout, weight loss, and general energy needs. Again, repsports.com. Use promo code Vegas at checkout and save yourself 15%. Perfect. Thank you much. Matt Michaels, what do you want to say? 
Yeah, this week uh, we lost another uh, legendary figure in the wrestling world in Reggie Parks. Um, Reggie uh, designed uh, belts uh, for many different uh, things like UFC, um, the Hard Candy uh, album cover for Madonna, and most famously the WWF's uh, 1980s uh, Winged Eagle belt. Uh, Reggie also was a trained wrestler who wrestled for many years. He was trained by Stu Hart. Uh, he's Canadian, so uh, he always had a pleasant disposition. And uh, luckily, uh, Reggie was out here at the Cauliflower Alley Club mm. uh, just a few weeks ago. Um, so he did uh, at least get to see a number of uh, old friends, um, you know, recently. Uh, before he did pass away. So, um, you know, uh, someone who's very influential in the business. Um, and um, if you uh, don't know his work, just look it up and uh, you'll you'll really see he, he was an incredible innovator in the, uh, the designs for uh, wrestling and in um, belts in general. All right. Well, thank you for that, uh, Matt Michaels. Appreciate that letting us know with that we're going to call it in a night we thank you for hanging out with us please continue to support us as best as you can download listen subscribe if you feel like cash apping us hey we are we're taking those dollars and we're we're we got some big things coming soon for you guys and we're we and we appreciate everything that you're doing to help this come right along we're also putting those dollars toward uh, advertising so that others can find us and enjoy what you've been enjoying. So you can always cash app us at Vegas Bad Boys, the money sign Vegas Bad Boys. Whatever you send, we always appreciate it, right? So within, stay safe. We'll see you back next week. All right? Peace. Man, Sonny's clit looks like a bowling ball. Oh. That ain't no bowling ball. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.